Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Israel Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Welcome back to Add Bible, audio daily devotions from the Ezra Project. We are in Acts chapter 3 and we'll listen to the recording of all 28 verses. Acts 3 Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple that is called the Beautiful Gate, to ask alms of those entering the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him, as did John, and said, Look at us! And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up he stood and began to walk, and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and recognized him as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple asking for alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While he clung to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astounded, ran together to them in the portico called Solomon's. And when Peter saw it, he addressed the people. Men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety we have made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses, and his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given the man this perfect health in the presence of you all. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You shall listen to him in whatever he tells you. And it shall be that every soul who does not listen to that prophet shall be destroyed from the people. And all the prophets who have spoken, from Samuel and those who came after him, also proclaimed these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. 
God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. Peter and John were going to the temple to pray. It was their habit, their culture, their upbringing to go to church. How about you? Do you attend church? Is it your habit, your culture, your upbringing? Where I live in Denver, Colorado, less than 10% go to a house of worship of any kind on a Sunday morning. Now, I was raised to go to church. My parents went to church. So when we got married, my wife Terry and I took our kids to church. We go to church. It's our habit, our culture, our upbringing. And if it's not your habit that you were raised to go to church, that's okay. The Word of God challenges, though, doesn't it, to change our habits. So I encourage you to find a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church and go to church like we're reading about here in Acts chapter 3. When Peter and John got to church, they saw the beggar there. And back in 1992, when I read this passage, I wrote in my journal, quote, What I do have, I give you, end of quote. You know, he said he didn't have silver and gold, so he can't give the guy something he doesn't have, but he can give him something he does have, and that's Jesus. So I continued to write, It took faith from Peter to trust that God would heal the beggar. Think about that. Probably this was Peter's first miracle. It took a lot of faith for him to say to that guy, Stand up and walk. Now, I'm not sure I have that kind of faith. Do you? To walk by and just encourage somebody to be healed in the name of Jesus and trust that God is going to do it. But then Peter gave all the glory to God in his message to the people, didn't he? He said, it's not by our power, it's by the power of Jesus that this man is healed. So when we get the chance to do something, we need to give him all the glory for what he does through us. In 2007, after reading this passage, I wrote in my Bible reading journal, what we have, we can give to others. Peter and John did not have silver or gold. They had Jesus. People ask for their apparent needs to be met, but maybe not their real needs. Help me give what you have given me. And so it's probably true, as we face people in our daily lives today, that many people have needs. People are struggling. People are hurting. And what they ask for is probably not their real need. Their real need is a spiritual need, and we are equipped to help them with the spiritual need. Much like John and Peter were able to touch this man physically, can we touch people spiritually? Lord, give me the opportunity today to touch someone for you. There may be a physical need, an emotional need, or a spiritual need. And so, Lord, as you bring people across my path today, might I touch them with that which you have given me, and that's you. May I touch them with Jesus. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen.